Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to another ACB Communities. Thursday afternoon, Vispero back with you once again and really appreciate you listening to us live or catching us on the an archived session later. Either way, we, we certainly appreciate you taking the time. So I'm Jeff Bazer from Vispero and Freedom Scientific. I cover the south central part of the country as the regional sales director. And I want to chat with you a little bit today about Gmail and using it in standard view with uh, JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion. So there's been some additional capabilities that Google has built in to make this uh, pretty nice user experience nowadays and something that uh, if you haven't taken a closer look at it, you may not even know about. So we do want to chat with you about that a little bit today. And before we get started and, and moving into Gmail, let me mention a couple things we have going on at Vispero. One of them is that we have just released as of September 6th, 7th, right after Labor Day, our latest public beta of JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion version 2023, and we're excited about that. The uh, actual final release should be right around the end of October. That's usually when we do that, and this year will be no exception. And uh, if you've listened to any of the latest FS casts, you've probably heard about that Eric Damery decided to retire and he's no longer with us now. So Ryan Jones is his replacement, our new vice president of software product management. And he was recently interviewed by Glenn Gordon on FS cast and chatted about some of the new features that are coming in the pending release of 2023. So that's certainly worth a listen if you uh, have not checked that out to go back and uh, find out what they're working on. But I'll just highlight a couple things. Something that's new is uh, it's called Smart Glance. And essentially, it is another JAWS Quick Nav hotkey to be able to use when you're moving around web pages. And as we all know, the web nowadays can be a little challenging to get around depending on what type of a page you're on and, and where you are. Some pages have so much information crammed onto them that we'll probably never find it all before uh, the page refreshes or something else pops up, right? So it's kind of crazy how how it works. But this smart glance is really pretty interesting. And Ryan has a couple of demonstrations of it on various pages for this FS cast interview. And one of them is on an Amazon page that he found where there's all kinds of information near the bottom of the page that unless you used your arrow keys and were, you know, just kind of searching around this page, you may never know was there. So he demonstrates using this letter Y, which is the keystroke for the smart, um, smart glance. Um, how to locate this information quickly. So much like the other hotkeys work for headings and buttons and drop-down boxes and things like that, you just press the key by itself and it's going to move you to the next instance of that information. Well, what Smart Glance does is it doesn't necessarily pick out a specific element that it's looking for, but there's there's various ways that it finds information that we may want 
when another quick nav key won't do it. For example, font size changes and, and things like that. And Ryan goes through that and demonstrates, and it's really good. Another place where he demonstrates it is on the National Hurricane Center webpage. And there's no headings or not a lot of elements built in for accessibility there other than links. And so the smart glance came in pretty handy on that page, and he shows that. So we're excited about that. There's uh, some other things coming as well. If you've got a Dell system, the specific audio that is built into Dell has sometimes raised an issue with accessibility software. And uh, after you've run your screen reader on a Dell machine for a pretty extended period of time, sometimes all the memory would be used up and you'd actually have to reboot or it may cause some other issues. And we've been working with Dell to try to kind of get to the bottom of this or, or make this work a lot more smooth. And uh, they think they have. So it's working pretty well. Some of the beta testers have tried this and things seem to be good. So there'll be some information there from Ryan on that too. And as well as uh, some new information around ARM64 uh, new computers too. So if you heard uh, in the later months of version 2022, uh, we had a beta for running JAWS on an ARM64 system. And what's going to happen now in version 2023 is that will be part of the installation process. It'll now be automatic. So if you're running an ARM64, you won't have to worry about getting the right version of JAWS. We'll do that automatically behind the scenes and uh, you'll be able to install just like you would on any other machine. So some exciting things coming, plus uh, various other things that they've been working on as well. Okay, so let's go back to Gmail and uh, move through this because really there's, there's quite a bit of information here. And the first thing I want to let you know is we've done some webinars on this on our freedomscientific.training slash webinars page, the archived webinars. And the one on standard view in Gmail has been up there for about a year, a little over, about a year and a half. I think it was in March 2021. And a couple of years earlier, we did one on using Gmail in basic HTML view. So what you may want to do is go back and listen to both of these and find out, okay, well, which one is going to work best for me? And I was chatting with Larry just a little bit and Belinda too before we started about what, why having a Gmail account or some account that's web-based for your email might be really, really important. I think I've had my Gmail for about 13 years now, and you'll hear in a little while that I've got way too much uh, email in there, but I'm one of these guys who doesn't delete a whole lot of things because I figure you never know when you'll need it, right? But it's very, very convenient to have a web-based email account because no matter where you are, in the world, if you can get to that web page, you can access your email. And one of the nice things about Gmail in particular is if you want to, if you Outlook or any other email client, I think most of them work, you can configure that to bring down your Gmail messages into your favorite email client as well. So you can access them in both places. And one of the things that we all expect now, you know, where we're watching TV shows on all of our devices, right? Listening to podcasts, wherever convenient, multiple devices, we want them all to be in the same place. In other words, to sync. And Gmail does that really, really well too. So I've got it on my phone. I have it on the web. I have it in 
let's see, I think those are the only two places, but it's nice that you make a change in one place that's also going to be updated everywhere else. Larry, anything to add to that? You have Gmail, and I'm sure a lot of your friends do as well. Why else do you think it's important? I don't travel as much as I used to when I worked for Marriott. I do occasional traveling once in a while for for ACB. But when I'm somewhere else, I'm going to go to a couple of radio-related conventions later this year. And it's a pain for me in many instances when I use, I have a Roadrunner account and, and I can receive messages, but oftentimes when I'm in hotel rooms, I can't send and it drives me nuts. The only way to send that I found thus far is to use my Gmail account. And, and what I'll do is just, you know, send it from that account and more times than not, it goes through without any problems. So there's an, there's another great reason, especially from an Expedia, uh, expediency standpoint, so yes. that you get stuff sent when you need to, because generally when you're traveling and you're in a hotel room, you don't have a lot of time. So you got to be as efficient as you can. You don't have a lot of time. The network might not be real fast. Or oh, it's reliable. guaranteed it's not fast. Oh, man. Unless you pay it's, for it, it's not going to be fast. That's right. That's exactly right. I've had that same problem before as well. I've, I've sent out four or five messages, and the only way I uh, realized that they weren't sent is I was uh, going to my outbox yeah. just to make sure, and boom, yep. there they are. And I'm yes. like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. So, and now that many, many uh, corporate uh, folks are using Exchange servers, that problem seems to be solved. But for anybody who's still on older servers and, and that kind of thing, smaller businesses, if you don't have an exchange uh, server going there, you could still run into that problem. And uh, it's frustrating for sure. But the nice thing about uh, sending from Gmail is because it's going through the web, that's open and that should work just fine, even from the standpoint of your, your um, email client. But we're actually going to talk about today, this, I call this, Larry, and you tell me if, if you want to explain it a different way, but this is kind of a merge, I think, between web page use and actually applications on the web, because that's what's going on here with Google is they're turning this user experience into an application, much like your, your Outlook email client, but from the web. And so not only is it Google, that's one of the, the very popular places, but there's other folks who are building this kind of capability in or additional hotkeys to interact with just their stuff specifically. Twitter's doing it. Facebook is. Uh, it's available with YouTube as well. And the way that you do this, the way that you interact with these keystrokes is you turn off your virtual PC cursor in JAWS so that you can utilize these keystrokes for the web page that you're on or web app that you're on, and then you make things happen. So if you've ever tried this on YouTube, if you've been familiar with this, J, K, and L work pretty well. So J will rewind a video you're listening to, watching, K will pause it, and L will move you forward. Just those three keys. If you've got your PC cursor off and you're on a YouTube page. So that's convenient. So that's what we're talking about here today. And again, just to uh, underscore this, because I'm not going to get to all of this information, all of the new features that you can access in uh, Gmail. 
And this webinar that we did at Freedom Scientific is fairly comprehensive, at least for the basics, for getting you familiar with this and how to move through. So I'll whet your appetite here and uh, we'll, we'll get through what we can, but uh, definitely go to freedomscientific.com slash training, go to the archived webinars and locate this one. You can just do a, a virtual find, control F. And if you type in Gmail, you're going to find the link to this one uh, with standard view and then the one on uh, basic HTML as well, the other one that we did. Now, let me share my screen here so that we can uh, get into this. Let's see here. I should have done this before, guys, and I apologize. Give me just one second. We're going to share sound. And inbox, share my entire There we go. Can you guys hear Josh? Mute currently muted. Hold yeah. the button. Just let me know. Yep, okay. You're good. good, good. Hopefully that's slow enough. Let me slow this down here. Let just Lower. one more time. All right. So inbox J Positive Multi-User March 2022 new version. XLS XXL. Uh, whoops, that's an Excel page. Microsoft Teams. Stuff seven. Here's my meeting controls. Inbox J Pod Multi-User March 2022 new version. XLS XXL. My web page closed. All right. Well, we can fix that easy enough. Search box edit. So, Google Chrome app. Let me go to right Google to Chrome preview. and I'm going to press G for Gmail. Google Chrome app. Press right to switch preview. Well, Google Chrome. Okay, hold on. Now a G. Inbox 38306. Gmail, Google Chrome for slow okay. connections. Gmail for slow connections. For slow connections. Main region, primary tab panel, print, unread, signal, Jeffrey, get help to relieve back and joint pain. Okay, so here we are. We just opened the Gmail page and you might notice that by default, they are now putting you in this standard view. Virtual now, how do we know that? You heard forms mode there, but then you started, you heard um, an email message began to have been read. And if you were in HTML view, that wouldn't happen. But at the top of the page, if we go to the top, control home, inbox you hear, uh, I've got lots of email in my inbox there, as I mentioned to you before. But seriously, I've had this thing for like 14, 13 or 14 years. And for the longest time, I kept it pretty clean. But have you ever noticed, anytime you're in the store, you're buying something, they want to know your email address. Anytime you purchase something online, you're putting in your email address. So now I get emails from all over the place. And to go in here and clean this out would probably take me days to do. But right here at the top, right under uh, where it says inbox, basic HTML view button, basic HTML view, and that's a button. So that is not the one that we're in right now. So the reason it says basic HTML view is because if we press this button here with enter or spacebar, then we will move into that basic HTML view. And let's just do that. Gmail inbox. Gmail inbox. Page has nine headings and 138 links. Gmail. So this might sound a little more familiar if you've used basic HTML in the past. Now, one of the things that drew me to Gmail way back in the day was that this was a clean user interface. It worked great. Some of the web interfaces for email clients, maybe for your own cable provider or Hotmail or Yahoo or whatever you've used in the past. I have AT&T now. Some of these are just a nightmare to use. They're not very accessible at all. They're, they're just difficult to move between messages. And one of the things that thankfully we've been pretty spoiled with, with using things like Outlook or even Outlook Express back in the day is we could move through our email quickly. We could delete what we didn't want. We could move things to different folders. Boom, boom, boom. It was nice. And that's what this basic HTML view does. And you'll notice standard view will too. I'll show you both of those. So what I do when I come into my Gmail box is every one of these links for your respective emails have a checkbox right near them. So if I hit an X, for checkbox, 
Box Nation checkbox not checked. Boom, there's the first one. And so on. So we can just go down here. Right? We can move through those real fast. And then if we want to go read it, of course, we can hit enter on the link. But if we want to delete messages, we can just check these checkboxes, hit the delete button, and they're gone. So this is a fun way to go through all this crazy email that we have and that we probably don't need near as much of. So that is basic HTML view. Now, for standard view, one of the first things that you'll notice when we get in here is that it's going to feel like your inbox on your Outlook or on your email client, at least from the standpoint of moving down through your messages. Now, there's a couple of things that we need to do because one of the nice things about this standard view too is that there's a lot of hotkeys that are built in to be able to do different things. And we have to be able to turn those on before we can use them. They're not on by default. So first, what we're going to do, we're going to get out of this basic HTML view and go to standard view. Once again, I just wanted to show you basic HTML quickly so that if you'd used it before, you'd say, yep, that sounds familiar. And just how you move through here. Virtual so fine. now uh, I'm just going to do a virtual find for standard view. You could use your links list and do it that way as well. But let's try it like this. Link switch to standard, switch view. to standard view. And there's a link there to do that. Press enter. Switch to standard view link. Gmail, Gmail. Main region, primary tab panel, grid, unread, Sigma, Jeffrey, get help to relieve back and join. All right, so you heard that once again. So apparently it wants to read that Sigma message like uh, real Sigma. bad. So now what we need to do is we need to go to settings to make sure that our hotkeys are turned on. Now mine are, but if you don't know if yours are or are not, I want to show you how to do this. Virtual find. So I'm going to do a virtual find for settings and it is a button. So we could have moved to it quickly that way as well. I'm being kind of lazy today, aren't I? Unread, Sigma, Jeffrey, get virtual piece. Support settings button. There it is. Settings right there. Let me press enter. Banner region. Settings button. Quick settings. And now we get into settings and we need to go to show all settings. Let me use my B for buttons in order to do that. We get quick settings to start out with, but hotkeys are not one of these. Close button. So see all let's go to button. see all settings. See all settings button. And I just General used my, my uh, button, my letter B button quick nav key to be able to do that to go to see all settings and then you heard virtual that was a button and away we went now let's do virtual a virtual top. find for keyboard because it's quite a ways down on this page in order to get to the keyboard shortcut keys i just typed in keyboard press enter general tab and forms mode comes on and that's that's not virtual what we keyboard. want but we want to be here Reads keyboard shortcuts keyboard shortcuts Link learn more about keyboard shortcuts keyboard shortcuts off radio button not checked one to one all right so it says off not checked is it on Keyboard shortcuts on radio button checked. One Beautiful. One. All right. So we know keyboard shortcuts is on. And now we can go right. down here to the bottom of the page and just I'm going to go to the cancel button because there's a there's a save changes. So if you make changes in here and change some settings, you got to make sure and save those. And in my case, cancel I'm going to go to cancel. And that was just a shift B from the bottom of the page. Press spacebar. Table column and one. here Roll we are. One. So now we know we're in standard view. We know we have keyboard shortcuts on. And now, what if we don't know about these keyboard shortcuts and what they are? If you've never used standard view before, likely you will not unless you go listen to this webinar first that we did at Freedom Scientific or if you find another one out there. Um, so if you want to find out what the keyboard shortcuts are, 
in order to use them, you can press a question mark. And like I was talking about before, you know, like with YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, um, if you're doing anything with Google Docs, slide sheets, there's lots of hotkeys in there as well that work in the same manner as these do. So you have your virtual PC cursor off. You need to make sure that that's the case. And then you can press the question mark to get a list of these shortcut keys that will come up. Now, the funny thing is we're going to turn our virtual PC cursor on to read them. So don't think that the, uh, you know, that that's all gone yet. That's still a very important feature in JAWS, the way that we read web pages and go through them and the way that the virtual buffer works, where it puts the entire page in a buffer and makes it a lot easier to navigate. We're still going to need that. That is not gone yet. So let me hit a, a question mark, shift slash. Primary group, heading level three, tab selected primary. All right, here we are now. Use virtual PC cursor off. Whoop. Hold on. Use virtual PC. Virtual PC cursor. Maybe it didn't. Virtual PC search and mail heading level. Labels heading level two. Okay. So we have virtual PC cursor off. Use virtual PC cursor off. There it is. Question mark. Alert. There we go. Now, turn it back on. And I'm doing an insert Z, by the way. Insert letter Z to turn the virtual PC cursor on and off. Use virtual PC cursor on. Okay. Here we are now. Virtual PC cursor. Table with two columns and 21 rows in the column header. Composant shift escape. Okay. We're not going to go through all of these, but they're in a table and they are set up by heading as well. So we can go through here. And if you want, you can use your table nav commands. Escape. Row three. Composant chat. Focus latest chatter compose. Column two. Advance the next chatter compose. Row four. Advance the previous plan. Send. What row seven. Okay. So send. What's send? Control enter. Column there you one. go. How about that? So that's a familiar command. So if you use uh, Outlook and you use control enter for send, that's available here in Gmail too. Blend row eight. Blend columns at CC recipients row nine. BCC and CC. Control shift there you go. Column that's one. here. At, at BCC recipient. Control shift E. Control shift F. Row eleven. Access custom from column two. The start blend row thirteen. Insert a link row fourteen. Blend row. Go to previous misspelled word row sixteen. Go to next misspelled word row seventeen. Okay. So I'm just using my table nav uh, commands here. So we're moving down the the titles and then what's the keystroke? I can hit my left arrow. Control apostrophe. Control Column apostrophe. One. There we go. So as you're noticing in here, there's lots of things that you can do. Now, you didn't hear about, and, and this is further down, and we're just not going to look at this entire list, but um, you can move between open folders that you have. So there's a G for go to. And then, for example, we can press a T to go to sent items. We can press an I for our inbox and that kind of thing. Uh, other ones for archived and, and sent or, uh, you know, draft, deleted items, that kind of thing. I'm getting a little mixed up on these folders here. Gmail has some ones that are set up by default. And then, of course, you can add your own folders if you want to as well. But there's hotkeys to do lots of different things. You can press the letter C to compose. And then that is going to get you in just an email, uh, much like on a standard email client where you'd be familiar with your two, entering an address, subject, and then the message body. And then, as we mentioned, that control enter to be able to send. What else can you do? You can delete messages. You can uh, select all or none. And that's one of the kind of the things that I like the most about it, because uh, as you heard a little while ago, I've got lots of email there in that inbox. And if I want to just select all real fast, there's a shortcut key to be able to do that. So lots of features that are available here in the standard view of Gmail that you might not otherwise be able to do in the basic HTML view. One of the other things is autocomplete. So when you're typing in an email address, much like you have in your email client, autocomplete's gonna come up and somebody you've sent a message to before, their name will come up and you can select that. 
That's nice. Um, so lots and lots of things that are available. So let's just take a look at these now. So that's how you get to the hotkeys and you can, you can check those out and, and find out more about them. But again, it is a question mark when you have your virtual cursor off is how you're going to get to those. By the way, uh, if you have a question while we're moving through here, feel free to put it in the chat and Belinda will take a look at that or raise your hand. And I didn't mention this before, guys, but Larry, you know kind of how I work here when we do these. And Belinda, you you may know, too, that if somebody has a question and wants to speak, they don't have to wait till the end because I'll talk a whole hour long. But if somebody has a question and would like to ask, you can do that at any time. And you guys just interrupt me and let me know if there's a question there. So as we're talking about all these things, if there's something maybe you don't understand or want us to, to check on, by all means, do that. What time is it? 3.25 p.m. Okay, we got plenty of time here. We got a half hour. So... What I want to do now is show you this, this email inbox list so that you can see what this is like in standard view. And I think I'm there. Okay. So, of course, I got all kinds of messages going on here, and I'm going to use my arrow keys, and I'm just going to arrow down my email list now. Here we go. Unread. DoorDash order. Order confirmation for Jeff from Subway. Ooh, got a DoorDash order not too long ago. Keep going. Unread. Ad Bible via Unread. Us. Unread. See. Notification from L. This is it. Unread. Unread. CPI. Unread. Demetri. Unread. You notice that's pretty snappy. Pretty responsive as we're moving down our list. Unread. Demetrius. Unread. 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 PowerShell. Guys, I'll tell you. I appreciate snappy. I appreciate being able to do these things quickly because as we're working with our screen reader and we're moving around our computer, we if if we move quickly, we like our screen reader to be able to keep up. And clearly in here, it appears that it does, that it's pretty good. So let's find an email that we have to read. Now, I'm going to tell you that this standard view is not perfect yet. They've got a great start. I think they've done some wonderful things, and it's only going to get better. And what would be what would be great, right, is if you pressed enter on a message and you just it just started reading from the beginning of the message like it does in Outlook or your favorite email client. Not quite like that yet, but pretty darn close. Let me find a message to read here. Unread, that's power work. Unread, These power are school. my kids' power schools, so they send their grades out each day on where they're at. So I can call my son and daughter up and say, well, that looks good, but what are you doing in science? But I get these every day, Unread, and I get Google a ton alert. of them. Unread, so, Melinda, don't see NF office, we care committee prayer list. Okay, here, here's the NFB list and a we care thing. This ought to be okay to be able to open. So I press enter, just like you would in your email client to read the message. Press enter here. Main region, read NF office, but now, if I don't do anything else and just use my arrow keys here, nothing happens. I've got to turn my virtual PC cursor back on. Insert Z. Use virtual PC cursor on. And now, much like it was in basic HTML view, basic HTML view. We've got uh, some heading navigation possible here. Not important. Jones, the NF office seed, wrapping the top. So wrapping we can the go down Linda here Jones. to the to her name, and we know we're at the beginning of our message here now, and we can either arrow down, or a lot of times we can press N for non-linked text. Road. Block well, code. That didn't Road. seem to work that time, though, did it? Okay, so the best way Linda to Jones, do yeah. it, the way that it'll work for sure, is to get to the, the name of who this came from, and then you can use your arrow keys to move down. Web, not reply more button, mental email, show details, reply, thank you. On web, oh, well, she just said thank you. That's thank it. You. And then it was a message prior to that before. But if you've had a webmail, uh, you know, webmail client for a while and you've had to read on the web, you know how to do this kind of thing. And in Gmail, at least 
it's pretty clean with this basic HTML view. And it's exactly the same even when you're in standard view for reading a message. Now, when you're done, you can just go back to the turn your virtual PC cursor off. Use virtual PC cursor off. At least I think you can. Can you not do that? Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe we have to go back. We got to at least get rid of this message. Back. Go back. Main region. Okay, here we are. So we're back now on our email list. Unread. Melinda Jones. Unread. 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 Again, we're just moving through our email inbox to be able to move through all of these messages. So, and let me find one and let it read the entire thing to you because it's going to sound very much like it would in in uh, Outlook. Unread AT&T, Jeff, some AT&T updates just for you. Step 14, check out the latest news and entertainment inside. Roll. Okay, so what you hear there is when it came in, who it's from, the subject, and a little bit of the email. There's a bit of a preview pane here, but it's not very long. So if you want to read this entire message, you know, you're going to have to press enter and go through the exercise like I did just a little bit ago. What if we want to compose a message? So from this point in our inbox, you know how in most email clients, you're going to press what? Control N for a new message and you're going to be off and running. In Gmail standard view, we can press a C for compose. Compose new message dialog, new message region, new search field extended, select list box, edit combo so now I can type in an email address. And I, if I type Jennifer. Jennifer, Bowser, Jennifer, H, Bowser, email. That gave her email out. She might not have wanted me to do that. She's the mother of my children, my ex-wife, who still get along with quite well. And that's her email. But now what happens is we've got uh, several different addresses that have popped up here. So if I hit my arrow keys. Jennifer Bowser, Bowser, Jennifer Success, Jennifer Martinez, Jennifer, 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 Bowser, Jennifer, Bowser, 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 Jennifer, Bowser, Jennifer, Jennifer, you can see here that we're, we're getting different Jennifers is what's going on. And now, uh, so once you find the one that you want, you can just highlight it. Jennifer, Bowser, Bowser, Caribou's, Jennifer, Bowser, Jennifer, so that's Bowser, the one I want for her. Press tab. Compose, draft saving, dialogue, new message region, new search field extended, select list box, edit combo collapsed. Okay. So what it does is it populates the to field with uh, with her name, and then there's a subject that we can type in here. Hello, and message I body press edit. tab, and now we're in the message body. So if I type in just testing, Alert. how are you? Question mark. That's what we've done, and I use my use my just arrow testing. keys. Just, just testing. How to are you? be able to check out what I've read. Now I can do one of two things. I can either press Control Enter to send this, or if I press Tab, there's a number of different things that we can do here. Let's look at this real fast. So the first one, Tab, Send Control Enter. Button. All right. So that's what it assumes that you want to do. So you can either hit Spacebar or Enter on that button, but you can you can do it from within the message body if you press Control Enter too. But also, more send options button menu. more send options. Attach files button menu. Insert link. Control K. Insert emoji. Control Shift 2. But insert files using drive button menu. Okay. So lots of different things here that you can do if you need to get out of the message body and have some other tools available to you. So I'm just going to go back into the body of the message. I'm pressing insert Shift tab now to, to move back. Send. Control Enter. Message body edit. And here we are in the message body. Remember this? Just testing. Just testing. How are okay. you? Okay. So now I'm going to press Control Enter. Alert. Alert. Undo. Come on. There message, we go. Message. Remember, we're on the web, so sometimes things take a little while to happen, but we actually get a verification message, that the message, message was sent. 
So now she's going to get a funny message from me and hopefully she remembers that I'm on this webinar. But anyway, there we go. So you can see that that's as, just as easy as using your email client to do the same thing to be able to compose and send a message. Main region, primary what if we app want to app reply to a message? Let me find red. one here. Red. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. All right. First up is area code 828 ending in 772. Ooh, sounds like a North Carolina phone number. Asheville area. Oh. Hey. hey. This is Karen. Hey, Karen. Hey, um, on the insert, on um, the hotkeys, you said um, insert Z to go into virtual to turn off the virtual cursor and then question mark to get into it. How do you get out of it? You can press escape if you want to. So you're talking about to learn the hotkeys that are available yeah. in yeah. the, in the standard view. That's exactly right. Make sure your PC cursor is off. Insert Z will we'll toggle that on or off for you. And then you can press shift slash or your, your question mark. And that mm -hmm. is going to bring this list of available hotkeys up. You've got to turn the virtual cursor back on to read that. And then they're going to be all right there in table form for you. And when you're done looking at them, just hit escape. Make sure your virtual okay. PC cursor is back off. And then you're going to be back in your message list. Okay. So escape and then turn the virtual yes, cursor back off. You got it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Sure, you're welcome. I'm in Columbia, South Carolina, by the way, so I'm not too far from, from her. Um, Anybody else? I'm in the mountains. You're in the mountains in North Carolina? Yeah. yeah. We'll go App State. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Anybody else, Belinda? Yes, uh, Bell. Bell Mills. Audio now unmuted. Okay. Um, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma okay. What? Where are you? Are you in Gmail? Are you in Gmail? Are you in Google? I'm in uh, Gmail. Gmail. Okay. So you, you go to Google and then go into Gmail to, to set all this up? Or do you, can you just have Gmail on your desktop? Or, well, or okay. So if you have a Gmail account now and you use it on the web page, gmail.com, that's where we are. If you have Gmail someplace else, like Gmail in uh, an email client that you use, then you're not going to need to do this. We are, and I probably should have said that at the beginning. Thank you for asking that question. This is making the Gmail experience on the web a more convenient and introducing you to more features that are available with Gmail that might not otherwise be available in the basic HTML view. But this is all done from the web. No That's what else. I really want to start doing. I'd, I'd like to not use Outlook anymore. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't want to. Well, then <laughs> you're in the right place. This is, <laughs> that's okay. This is, that's what we're doing. And you know, that's, what's your name, ma'am? Bell Mills. Bell? Bell. Bell. Yes. It's a, it's a very, you know, it's good that you're thinking about this, Bell, because like we were just kind of chatting about at the beginning here of the webinar, um, Sometimes you may not have access to your machine that you have Outlook installed on, or if you travel a lot or you use different machines, things like that. All you need to do in order to make this work is get to gmail.com and then, you know, set up the keyboard uh, hotkeys, go in and go to settings and do that. That takes just a minute. Turn your virtual PC cursor off and you have access 
with all of these hotkeys available for different features. So it's almost like having Outlook in a way on any machine that you walk up to and it's set up and connected already for you with your email on it, configured the way you like it. Oh, wow. You know, you were talking about having a lot of email. I have, I don't know, I guess close to 100 folders. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's not good. But anyway, I do. But, uh, you know, it's well, just- I might want to caution you, though, just a little bit. If you have that many folders and you're, you're moving things between folders and you're needing to go access, you know, and things like that, uh, to, to move that much email around, Outlook still works very well in order to do things like that. Oh, okay. If you had, you know, that many folders in your Gmail, uh, you could do it, I think. Um, they call folders labels in Gmail. So that would be the first thing that you'd need to get used to. It's the same concept, though, same thing completely. So maybe what you may want to do is kind of migrate a little bit over at a time, you know, a few folders at a time and get used to how they work with Gmail and see if you like that and if that's going to work for you. Okay, thanks. Sure, you're welcome. I'll tell you, that's a great segue, Bell. Thank you, because what we can do now is we can look at a few more of these hotkeys and figure out how we move between folders. Let's do that. So I'm back here, and I mentioned to you about replying to an email a moment ago, and we'll do that here in a second, too. Remind me, please, because it's pretty cool how that works as well. Uh, so right now, I'm in my email list once again, Unread. moving up and down the list. Unread. All access, special bulletin from all access, Carmine Art Media, Dallas Market Press, Kelly Keibler, San Antonio, Austin Market. I used to be an old radio guy back in the day. I know Larry knows what that is, so I still get some all access information. But if we wanted to move now to our other folders, if I press the letter G and then I want to go to sent items, for example, that's the letter T. So we first press G and then T. Main region, Grid 2, Jennifer, hello, 3.31 p.m., just testing, how are you, row, none select. All right, and you know that we're in send items because you remember I sent that message to Jennifer a moment ago, but we didn't get any other kind of notification that we moved there, did we? That's one of the reasons that this is not yet perfect. It doesn't read exactly how we really would like it to. We've been a little spoiled with Outlook and you know other email clients and how easy it is to move between folders and to know. Now, we can do an insert T, read our title. Title is sent mail based 2443 and we know we're in sent mail. So there's a lot of times ways around, you know, this thing not working exactly how we want it to, but that's what we have to deal with for the moment. So if I move down my sent items folder now. To Jennifer FWD, to Russell Reed, to Jeff, wish you were here, to Jeff, does this, to Russell Reed, to Jennifer Reed, to Jennifer Reed, to Jennifer. So you can tell that I've sent lots of messages to Jennifer, to Jeff, to, to me, to Sarah that's me. Sarah Godsey is my daughter's teacher, things like that. So this is nice because uh, we're in this folder, just like we would be in our email client, and we're looking at all our messages here. If I want to go back to inbox, I can press the letter G again, I. Main region, primary tab, panel, grid, unread, signal, Jeffrey, get And here we back are back in the inbox, and I can verify that. Title is inbox 38003. With my uh, in. So very easy to move between folders here as well. Now, there are not hotkeys for all of them. So if you move things to your trash, for example, trash is deleted items, I can actually hit my left arrow right off of the inbox here. Remember, I'm in my inbox now. Unread, unread, you can tell unread. that. If I hit my left arrow, navigation region, labels, inbox 79955, now we're in our labels area. So I mentioned to you that folders in Gmail are labels. If I move with my up and down arrow keys now, 
Start link. Smooth link. Important link. Chats link. Send These link. are all the labels or folders that I've got on here. Graphs and down at the link. bottom, all mail link. Spam by default. Trash. Link. So trash is right there, and that's how you'd get there. You could do a virtual find for trash and get there that way as well. We don't think trash has a hotkey, which is kind of strange, but uh, that's that's where it is. So now, if I go back up using my arrow keys, back to inbox and press my right arrow, main region, primary tab panel, then here we are back in our list of emails in the respective folder that we want to be in. Let's reply to a message real fast, just because I, I mentioned that before. Address, uh, let me find one. I guess I can reply to any, any of these. Back to address, I think I Let's go into this DoorDash one here. Conversation open. 100 message. Main region. Details of your no contact delivery from Subway. Contains text. Okay, so that is open. So if I wanted to read that message, of course I can. And... Um, List with one item. DoorDash, no reply. DoorDash, com 1.37 p.m. Two hours ago, not start reply. More to be shown. Details, DoorDash, your no contact order has been And I press the letter R for reply. And now I am in Send. an area where Message. I can type back. So if I want to type thank you, for example... I could do that, or you know, if this was replying to somebody who's actually going to get the message and read it, that kind of thing. <clears throat> That's how we do it. So we just open the message, enter, and hit the letter R. So if you wanted to read the message first, you certainly could, and then you would just hit your PC cursor, virtual PC cursor off, insert Z, and then press the letter R, and that would allow you to reply to the message. Okay? So that's how that works. Back. Any other questions uh, at this point? Belinda, do you do you see any more? Not right now. Let me see where I'm at here. Where did I, virtual PC I cursor figure on. out where I ended up here? Top of file, search tabs button menu. Oh, I think. Conversation open, 100 message. I, think I got out of Gmail somehow real fast. Use virtual PC, details of back. Okay. For Oh, here we are. Virtual We're back PC. in what should be our inbox now. Use virtual PC cursor off. Main region, primary tab, unread. There we are. Unread. And we always know that because it, it lets us know that we're back on that uh, primary region. And if we arrow up and down, we're going to see that we are on our uh, email box there, our inbox. A couple other things. What if we want to select messages? So that's kind of interesting. So that, that's another thing to let you know of as we're moving down our list here. And if we find all this, this email that we just don't want, one of the nice things in our email client of choice, usually we can just hit the delete key and it's gone, or at least it's moved to the, our deleted items. With Gmail, it's a little bit different than that because you actually have to highlight the message or select it first. And the way we do that in the standard view is with letter X. Okay, so you remember that uh, back at the very beginning when I was in basic HTML view, there's a checkbox that's right in front of each message. And as you move through those checkboxes, you can press enter or the space bar there to select them. Then there's a delete button to move them. Similar way here. So if I move through these, about a baseball tournament coming up that my son might be participating in, probably want to keep that. Unread. CPI security Let's find this. System. My CPI security here at my house sends me emails whenever anything happens. So we can delete these, at least for now. So if I press the letter X. Not selected. I knew it was going to do that. Notific. Unread. CPI security. Here's another CPI. System. Press X. 
Not selected. Okay, of course. So live demos never go exactly according to plan. And I saw this happen before, so I, I thought this may happen. But when I tried to do this earlier today, what it's supposed to tell you is one selected. And then you select another message, two selected, three selected. So you could you could select 10 messages if you wanted to, and it will keep track and it will tell you how many messages are selected. But there's a bit of a bug here because it does not work every time. Know what I'm going to do? Let me just uh, see if this is a JAWS issue or if this is something going on in Gmail. I bet you we could figure this out right now, couldn't we? So I just unloaded JAWS, and I'm going to fire it back up here, JAWS 2022. You'd be amazed how many times this fixes stuff. Yeah, that's I, right. I don't know there why. I don't know why. I know. But it does. Well, it's just like Ryan was talking about on that, uh, on that FS cast with Glenn. You know, JAWS has to work in the background with so many different applications so it's like we've got gmail now who they're just trying to make this work for their own you know application with jaws we've got to interface with everything you have open on your machine or zoom text or fusion and sometimes it just doesn't quite work according to plan I'm so i'm back in my inbox and sometimes if, the pro if it's a lot of processing work like when i edit with soundforge or reaper or whatever it's yes, pretty sir. heavy and sometimes yeah. I'll notice it's acting kind of finicky, and I'll unload JAWS and bring it back, and it's fine. It's exactly right. Yep. Using lots of resources there on the machine. Well, let's see if this did it. Unread. Demetrius Williford. Okay, I don't need this. Press X. Huh. Well, now nothing's happening. I think it's because Unread. I selected that message before. Unread. Let's try this. Pressing X. Nothing. Uh-oh. Use virtual well, PC cursor this is off. fun, isn't it? PC cursor. Oh, well, that's why. Unread. CPI so when you have your virtual PC cursor on or off, you can still read through these messages. It's just that when it's off, you have access to all the keyboard navigability that Gmail has built in and to the features. All right. Unread. Power None selected. Unread. Power uh, it's still None selected. Unread. That's okay. selected. All right. So I've got several messages selected now, and I know I do because I use the right keystroke in order to do that. The way you delete these, if you want to move these to your trash, there is a hotkey to do it, and it's shift and the number three. And shift one and two have some other functionality. So that's why shift three is the keystroke that this is. And let's do it now. Unread, power school, progress report for KD, 12.37 a.m., grading period, Q1 student KD, course science 7 period, 2 instructor <sighs> Kelly, Jessica Curran, overall grade right. 108. So, as you're going to notice on here, sometimes you're not going to get exactly what you should as far as a verification as to what happened. So, you know what? Well, this is doing this. Let's, let's at least try this. So, you can also select all or none on here as well. Maybe we'll have a little better luck with that. So, if you use the star, Shift eight, and then you use A for all and N for none. That should select all the messages that are showing in your standard view with Gmail at the moment. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to hit star A. Not selected. Oh, man, this is a crazy deal. I know that they're all selected now because that is what the keystroke does, and it should say all. And I wonder if I refresh my screen. I wonder if if that would do it. Um, let's do this again and select none. Shift star and N. The shift eight is what it is. Screen I'm refreshing refresh. the screen. Unread power tool. 
God, I hope I don't have to reboot my machine in order to make this thing work. But uh, I was afraid that this would happen, and sure enough, it did. Sometimes you do this, works exactly as advertised, exactly how it should. And I I can tell you this. If you go listen to the webinar that uh, Liz Whitaker and Rachel did, our Freedom Scientific Archived webinar that I mentioned, too, at the beginning, when Liz is doing this, it works. And when I've done it, it's worked 80% of the time. So. That's that's just how how we are. We have a hand to raise. Go ahead. Uh, who who's raising their hand? Tony. Tony. How you doing, Tony? Well, it's actually DJ on Tony's phone. So um, I'm hearing all of this good stuff with uh, Gmail that you can do with Jaws. Now, my question is. Maybe sounds like a silly question. I'm just getting in in the mix right here. Can all of these functions be done, or at least some of these functions be done with a Gmail account on an iPhone or a tablet? If it was a Windows tablet and you were running JAWS and you you had the keyboard, absolutely. Oh, yes, sir. Okay. That's Not right. on your phone. No. Okay. Now, uh, that's a good question, though, because uh, it's nice to be able to do this kind of stuff from your phone. And that's one of the other things that I love about having a Gmail account is that it's very flexible. So in your, the standard like iPhone email client, for example, right. Gmail works great, just yes. as my exchange server for Vispero works great. You know, and it's easy to move between accounts and and that kind of thing. But as far as these keystrokes and the way that you move around in here, this is only going to work in Windows with JAWS on the keyboard now. Okay, so when it comes to like, and I've never tried it, maybe one of these days when I'm doing absolutely nothing with myself, um, I can, you know, probably play around with it um, in your, within the Gmail mix there can you like if you have folders created i guess you can go back and forth from one folder to another on a gmail uh thing with your yes. iphone yes, yes. Okay. absolutely okay. that's easy to do you certainly can tony okay well i'm dj but tony is nice too, <laughs> <laughs> too dj tony, tony. Yeah, okay i have a gmail account on my iphone yeah, yep. we both do. Absolutely. That and, and that's what we're talking about here. You know, with these web-based email accounts, you can mm -hmm. have them in multiple places. And when you make a change in one place, it goes across devices and, and it just works. So there's a lot of conveniences to having a web-based email account. And Gmail is one of the best, in in my opinion, in or if you're going to do that. We were talking earlier, you know, with Larry and, and folks who travel a lot. If you get into a hotel and you're trying to use your, your home email or cable provider or, you know, right. the, the, the company you have at home, sometimes on the road, it's not going to work near the same. You got to change server information. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, becomes frustrating. That. Gmail eliminates those kind of things. It works well. Right, because when I when I tried it, I thought at one I first thought maybe it's the Wi-Fi. I don't know, and maybe yep. I need a hotspot or something like that there. But then when I started playing around with it, then I noticed it began to start working better, as you know, as 
you know, the more I, you know, the more I kind of like played around with it and started using it more, started working better. So, yeah. Absolutely Thanks, right. Guys. Thanks, DJ. Appreciate it. All Anybody right. else, Belinda, at this point? Not right now. Okay. So there is a way to search your uh, Gmail this way as well. One of the things, another thing that I absolutely love about Gmail is the search tool is very powerful. So if you're looking for something that happened five years ago, but you still have it in your Gmail, maybe it's an account number or you know something like that, you can basically type in whatever you're looking for. And if it's part of the email, whether it's in the subject, whether it's to or from, or just words in that email, it's going to pull it up and usually does a phenomenal job. So if I press the slash on my keyboard, right below your pinky, the slash key. Banner region, search and mail, search region, search and mail edit has pop-up. Search and mail has pop-up. That reads pretty well. And I can type in uh, anything I want to at this point. So let's type in. I don't even know what. Uh, hmm. I'm, tr I'm trying to think of something that, that I know is going to come up for sure. I know what I'm going to type. GFL environment. Enter. Main region. Grid. Electronic bill in your GFLE bill is ready for act. 0020186. All right. You know why I typed that in? Because I just paid my trash bill the other day. And I knew that if I typed that in... It would come up for that. But now here's what happens. So GFL is the, the company. So now I can press my arrow keys and move down here. Electronic electronic go way back. I'm just going down with my arrow keys quickly. There we go. There it is. So Another thing that you noticed here, and I mentioned this before, so you're going to hear, of course, who it's from, the subject, the date, the time, everything you're familiar with. There is a bit of a preview pane here. So if the message is short, you're not going to have to worry about pressing enter to open the message and then hit turn your PC cursor on and be able to find it and read it. A little bit of it is available here, but it's it's not very much. Now, if you wanted to reply to this just from that message, you knew you know you got enough information and want to reply. That's easy enough to do. You can just uh, press enter, open the message, hit R for reply, not have to read anything, and you're good to go. But the search tool seems to work just as well on this side, the standard view side, as it does in the basic HTML view. And we've just kind of touched the surface on what's available here. You can go through and look for grammatical errors. Uh, I mentioned the autocomplete. You saw that there as we're... Uh, getting into the two field and looking at our address book and trying to figure out who we want to send to. Um, what else? There's oh spelling as well. So if you want to spell check the message, you can do that. You cannot do that with, with basic HTML view. So there's definitely more capability that is here. It's just a matter of getting used to looking at this in standard view. And if you have a lot of Gmail and you interface with it, uh, all the time and you want these new features, this is definitely going to be something you'll want to take a look at and get more familiar with because it's only going to get better from here, only going to be more powerful and uh, just a great idea as far as getting used to kind of the merger of these web applications on web pages versus just a standard web page and having to figure out yourself how to navigate through. So as we mentioned before, 
If you use Facebook on your computer, if you use that on the web, there's a lot of hotkeys built in there too. So a lot more accessibility that, that they have built in. It's going to work the same way. So you'll turn your virtual PC cursor off, get those that hotkey list, be able to figure out how to move within Facebook and do all kinds of different things based on those hotkeys. Uh, Twitter's doing it. YouTube has the keys I mentioned before with J, K, and L specifically. Uh, there's more. Those are the ones I like the most, being able to rewind, uh, pause the video, and then fast forward with just those hotkeys. So if you have your virtual PC cursor off, those are are automatically going to go into effect and they're going to work. So there's lots of folks, lots of different companies who are building in their own hotkey accessibility in addition to the navigability hotkeys that JAWS has had for years and years. So we like to think that we're, you know, moving two steps forward and not taking three steps back. And based on this kind of information that we learned about today here, I think I think that's exactly what's happening. Again, if you want to learn and go over exactly what we did here today and learn more about the standard view with Google, with Gmail, just go to freedomscientific.com slash training, move into our archived webinars and do a find for Gmail standard view, and you'll find the webinar there. On that same page, there's 80-some webinars that we've got up there now. Uh, with all kinds of different topics, anything from Microsoft 365 and the different applications there, you know, like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Outlook, Chrome, uh, to the Google suite of applications. So if you need to do more with Google Docs, Slides, Sheets, uh, Gmail here, the Google Calendar, that kind of thing, we've got webinars that are all under an hour for the most part, on all of these different subjects and much, much more. If you're using uh, Microsoft Teams a lot more these days or Zoom, you know, we all uh, did a lot more of that during COVID, but so much of that is sticking now. So uh, lots of companies and, and various agencies are using Teams far more now than they ever used to. JAWS does work with that. We've got a couple of different webinars on how to use that. So, that's where all the archived webinars are for us. They live on one page and uh, great information there. One minute left, guys. Anybody else have uh, anything that they want to add? Larry, Belinda, or anybody else? Nope. I just I just enjoyed this a lot because I learned a lot. There are aspects okay. I did not exactly have a chance to play with much early on, so now I will. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot here for sure. And it, it it's works, you know, it's a lot further along than we might have first thought, you know, a lot of a uh, lot of things happening here in standard view. Well, thank you, ACB, as always for having us. We love to do this every Thursday. So I'll be back again sometime soon. And Larry and Belinda, thanks for coordinating on your end. And we'll see you guys next time. Again, Jeff Bezer at Vespero and everybody have a great rest of the week and good weekend.